Welcome to the prototype world of tomorrow. They say the new millennium began the day the City of Progress was finished. A domed metropolis of the world's greatest mines, built on the swamplands of Central Florida. Here, in this self-styled city of the future, 50,000 residents live, work, and occasionally die. Progress is a prototype of a world to come, but also a living city with many mysteries. And here to unravel a few of them are Progress's only private investigators, Tim E. Less and Eve R. Moore. And now, The Infinite Journey, Chapter 4. Dinah led us over the rocky terrain of the ancient primitive world. Whatever green forest we had started in had now completely given way to some sort of red, smoky hellscape of lava pits, volcanoes, rivers of molten metals, and the occasional geyser shooting up something that smelled dank. There were more dinosaurs now, some scrappy herbivores fighting over whatever remained of a dried browning sagebrush. And then, of course, the smaller carnivores, who, apparently, deciding it was too much effort to bother with hunting, seemed to be sticking around for someone to drop dead of natural causes. Between the pterodactyls looking down hungrily from their cliffs, and the proto-mammals hiding in the brush licking their chops, do proto-mammals have chops? A person could get the ominous suspicion they were being watched. Of course, logically, half of progress was still tuned in, rooting for one of the teams to get into a battle with a Carnotaurus or something, so someone was probably watching. The battery on the radio was in the final thrashings of a slow death, so discussions with Eve were quick and factual. But what I gathered is whoever was producing the program was taking an ignore-them-and-hope-they-get-eaten approach, with check-ins on our team only often enough to avoid looking sus. They haven't even mentioned Bo again since he didn't come out of the tunnel. Would anyone at the tournament talk to you? We've got a missing person at this point. Uh, no. He put Professor Fang as his emergency contact. Uh, I'm trying to get a hold of her. Okay, um, who else do we know? Oh, do you have Rick's chime? Uh, see if he can help. It, it's okay. Uh, I've got someone I haven't tried yet. Oh, battery. Please recharge. Uh, I, I, I'm putting the receiver in low power mode. I'll be in touch if there's something urgent. Good luck, Tim. Well, we're on our own. I don't think she'll be much help where we're going anyway. We were slinking through a particularly sketch-looking mountain crevice, which was made even more ominous by the large archway fashioned from a triceratops skull and bones. Once again, I have some questions about which dinosaur has the appropriate engineering prowess and opposable thumbs for these dramatic flourishes. It was around this point where one would expect a group of disaffected raptors to jump out and attack. You know, dinosaurs who had been raised on the streets, didn't have a strong father figure, fell in with the wrong crowd, and were now out to prove their machismo to their peers, and maybe even to themselves. So what I'm saying is it wasn't the ideal situation for a pit stop when Dinah came to a sudden halt. Here it is. 
Get off. Here's what? The lineman. I don't see anything. Turn around. Behind me, there was a jut into the wall, like a little back corner that something could pop out of. I don't see anything. Look away. Okay. There's a door there. Now turn back. Damn it, how did you do that? I swear, it was not there before, but suddenly, in the back of that little jut, facing into the cliff, there was a door of such size, shape, design, and color as to be virtually indescribable. It was the blandest, most nondescript door. I looked over to Pauline to get her reaction. She was staring at the ground. Don't look at it. Why not? You don't understand how this works. Don't think about it. Just walk through. But there's no handle. It must open the other way. Okay, Tim. There is a handle. Look up at it. But then look down. What? Oh, I see it. Uh, I saw it. This is a Lyman. It's not made of anything. It's not programmed. It's not designed. It's not made to be analyzed. It's made to be passed through. Tim, look at the ground. Walk toward the door. Open it with the handle. I'm right behind you. But, Dinah, how are you gonna... Don't worry about me. I'll get through. Amy, you're three times the size of the door. No, I'm not. Go. I stepped forward. I grabbed the handle in my hand. It kind of felt like... Don't think about how it feels, Tim. I can't remember. I don't know if I pushed... I don't know if I pulled. It was the same feeling you get when you type a password over and over again without thinking about it. Your fingers just know where to go, but you couldn't spell out the letters, numbers, and one unique character you were typing. All I know is I opened the door and stepped over the threshold. Then, with the feeling a boba gets when it's sucked through a straw that's just a little too small for it, I was... somewhere. The most immediate adjective which popped into my mind was nondescript. It was a room, or a hallway. The walls were, well, it had walls. I guess they were walls. It was a little foggy. The only thing that I could tell you for sure was that it had fluorescent lights that seemed to hum slightly. I was sitting on carpet, which was only slightly softer than concrete. Presumably discount low pile used in office spaces that are inhabited by the workers who aren't at the pay grade of being allowed to make decisions like how much to pay for carpet. I got up and looked around. Well, that wasn't so bad. Does anyone else feel like their stomach's doing the Charleston on Prohibition night? I'm fine. Pauline was behind me. She looked the same. Maybe a little more black and white? As in, the color was drained out of her face and clothes and hair. I imagined I looked roughly the same, if not tinging towards the green. Huh. What? You were hoping we would all be wearing neon jumpsuits, weren't you? I mean, it would be nice. You know, class the place up a bit. Where are we? I'm assuming this is the back end? Sort of another space that the game runs from. Excellent. You're here. Excuse me? I turned to see a ball of soft light. Vaguely human-shaped, but sort of in the way that two square boxes stacked with a soccer ball in the top of them is also vaguely human, if you use your imagination. Dinah, is that you? Of course. But you're not a dinosaur. Neither are you. Ah, touche. So were we in the computer? Well, you've been in the computer the whole time. Sure, but I mean like in the operating system. (laughs) No. You couldn't function in a multi-gigahertz operating system. Human brain waves top out at, what, 80 cycles per minute for gamma waves? Uh, 
It's pathetic. Hey! This is sort of a staging area. It runs in standard game time. The more I looked at her, the more difficult it was to make out exactly what she was. It was like looking at a clear plastic bag filled with moving, glowing, swirling cotton candy. Ugh. Whatever was wrong with my stomach made a lurch toward the opposite wall. Tim, do you see that? What is it? The hallway up ahead. Something's coming towards us. 4.3156849. It was maybe the size of a small dog. Or large rabbit? Perhaps an average marmot. It glowed a bit as well, though nothing like Dinah's indescribable fluorescent greenish-yellow-purple color. <laughs> it's just a number variable. It's headed for the alignment. Just step out of its way. 4.3156849. It jumped through the wall we had entered from, and for a split second we saw a portal back into the antediluvian hellscape we had just gotten out of. This access point isn't being used much yet. It's too far into the game. We'll see a lot more of those as we get closer to the center. That's where the AIs are configured. <coughs> Don't worry, they're just simple variables. They're not dangerous. Except for the Booleans. What's wrong with the Booleans? We need to move. Dinah? What's wrong with the Booleans? Let's go. We have to see if we can find Bo. If they've mistaken him for an AI, it won't be long before he's dissolved back into the algorithm. <coughs> just, a, just a minute. <laughs> Tim? What's wrong? Something in my stomach. <coughs> wait, wait. Whatever it was, considering I was now reduced to a series of ones and zeros, I'm not sure why my throat was constricting. My stomach felt like it had moved on to a Fosse-inspired modern interpretive dance. And then... Hold on. What's going on? Maybe the change to simulated gravity isn't sitting well with him? Without any say in the matter on my part, whatever was the intestinal kerfuffle decided it was heading out. <coughs> Eve? Hi, Tim. Huh. I did not know that was going to work. Huh. Hi, it's Len Testa for touringplans.com. Touringplans.com helps you save time and money at big theme parks like Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando. The thing that makes Touring Plans different is that we use math, science, and technology to help you find shortcuts and better deals. For example, we have these things called Touring Plans, which are fully customizable step-by-step -step itineraries that guide you through a day in the parks while minimizing your weight in line. Funny story, in graduate school, I wrote my master's thesis on how to do this. Touring Plans can also save you money on your Disney World tickets, we have this tool called the Least Expensive Ticket Calculator that searches Disney and other ticket wholesalers to figure out which site has the best deals for the tickets you'll use on your trip. The average family saves around 100 bucks using this tool, and it's completely free. If you're staying at a Disney hotel, we've got photos of the view you'll get from every hotel room in Walt Disney World. It's more than 35,000 photos. And if you find a room you like, we can even send Disney your request for that room before you check in. And we've got a crowd calendar that shows you how busy the parks will be every day for the next year. So if you're planning a trip to a Disney or Universal theme park in 2022, check out touringplans.com to make the most of your time and money. You know, I can consciously rationalize that I didn't actually just see a grown woman leap out of Tim's mouth. 
but that image will still haunt me. I'm not big on graphics, but I think it's called clipping. Ah, you're Pauline. Nice to meet you. Ah, we're shaking. Oh, it's not slimy. I thought it would be slimy for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, You're the technician of... It's great to... Annie's sister. Uh, but, but where's... Dinah? Right here. Oh, oh. Huh. I, I thought you were a... You look nice. I'm an imperceivable multidimensional matrix of variables. Well, it suits you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How did you get in here? I'm not. I mean, in here. I'm, I'm in a VR suit. But how, how did you... We need to start moving. The four of us began moving down the hallway. We walked single file, myself in the intrepid pin inaugural position. That's right. I was second, right behind Eve, which, considering that she was only plugged into a VR helmet and not actually risking her life and limb, seemed fair. Pauline was behind me, and Dinah brought up the rear and occasionally bellowed out directions at junctions. Take the next right. So, you're here now? Is that a question? Yes. How? Well, the battery was dying and I realized that this was maybe my best shot at seeing what the inside of the astute system looks like right now. Wait, so it wasn't about helping to save Bo? Oh. Yeah, th- that too. But you just said- You could do things for two reasons. Yes, Bo was the primary one, but if we happened to be able to make a pit stop- oh, Look, something's wrong with Astute's AI. I knew it when I worked there. I know it more now, and maybe if I figure out what it is, we can find out who killed Liam Crawford. Whoa, wait. You think they're connected? That's the only way it adds up. So, how did you get in here? Look, I wasn't getting anywhere on the bow situation through the normal channels. There's nothing I can do, Eve. I called the tournament like you asked. They just told me he'll come out eventually. Uh, Professor Feng, everyone else who dies in the game came out right away. You don't think this is suspicious? I know you're worried, but I'm sure everything's fine. Now, please, I'm dealing with a derecho off the coast, and I'm already shorthanded without Bo here. <sighs> All right. Thanks for your help. New chime to Dr. Alistair Eastman. Dr. Eastman's Chime account is not set up to receive unsolicited, non-encoded chimes. Uh, fine. New encoded chime to Dr. Alistair Eastman. You do not have permission to send encoded chimes. If you believe this is an error, please contact the Chime office. I saw Dr. Eastman on the stadium floor and started making my way towards him. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Where are you going? Uh, I- I'm with Team 28, and they left something near the server banks, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure they did. Ah, if it isn't the alleged murderous Eve Moore. Don't worry, I've got this one. Yeah. Well, I see that they decided to let Progress Security have a day off. Miss Giuliano requested and paid for us to be handling the arrangements for the event. She feels like Progress Security might be less than thorough considering some of their recent public decisions. Oh, does she? Now, you know as well as I do that you are safe from facing 12 angry jurors for your crimes as long as you stay here. But I'd also suggest you take a step back behind that rope. 
Otherwise, we might have to take you to Orange County Jail on a trespassing charge, and things might just spiral out of control from there. Hmm? Thank you kindly. Now, you have a wonderful day, and don't worry, I will make sure everyone knows to keep a lookout, just in case you have a lapse in your remembering to stay put. Yeah, that guy was a real... Fart nozzle. I mean, I was just going to say asshole, but he was right. Getting caught meant getting deported, so I turned to my most reliable partner. But I was right here, and I didn't hear from you. New chime from Eve. Okay, let him go. Reply. Okay, I'm sending him in now. Instructions received. Executing mission. Sparky! My VR headset was connected to the robot wirelessly through the Chime network, and I used the last bit of voltage in the radio to locate you. So the Jeeper is... Parked next to the server with its access port stuck in the side? Yep. (laughs) Nobody questions a Jeeper. Annie's with me. Oh, uh, she says hi. But I've still got a question. Why did you think Dr. Eastman was going to help you? Left ahead. After that, a right, and we're almost there. There was one indication that we were making progress. The number of variables we were passing kept increasing. And not just simple number variables either. We passed a few strings, a floating point variable. I think I even saw a matrix that took up half the hallway. We hooked a right and came to a large circular gray desk in the center of a circular gray room. Spinning in a chair was a... Well... Something that looked a lot more like the multi-rainbow Dyna than any of the variables we passed in the hallway. Hello, this is Search Logistics. Yes, I understand that. We are still searching and there's nothing more to say. I've had the team of simple search functions on it and I've dispatched six of the smart searches. If you have any additional ideas, I'd love to hear them. (laughs) That's what I thought. Hello, yes, looking for the wet dirt texture number six. I'll send someone, but we are backed up with the lost user. I suggest swapping it with number four and making do. Hello? No, this is search. You're looking for communication protocols. Can I help you find them? Yes, yes, I can help you find them. I'll put you in the queue. 43. Ah, 43. 43. I'm sorry, he's not normally like this. The noise is driving him crazy today. Ah, 43. 43. Be quiet. Now, can I help you? Sorry, is that a variable? Yes, he's just an integer. I keep him as a pet, but I'm beginning to regret it. Oh, I used to have a fish tank. What kinds of variables do you keep inside a fish tank? Floats. Now, can I help you with something? Well, first of all, if you haven't noticed, we're users. Uh-huh, and can I help you with something? Oh, I, I thought he'd be more impressed. We're looking for our teammate, Bo. Oh, Beauregard underscore temps dot profile, you and everyone else. You came all the way in here for that? He is a user. Yes, I've been running root-level searches for him for hours. What happened to him? If we knew that, we wouldn't still be searching, would we? I've got half the standard functions searching for any scrap of him. Sorry, functions? The functions are little snippets of programs that do things. Excuse me, I'm also a function? I thought you were a variable. Do I look like a variable? Um, yes? Well, functions can contain variables, but they're more complicated than that. Not necessarily. 
The point is, search functions are snippets of programs that do searching. Don't worry, I brought in the smirt functions. They're a little odd, but they've never failed yet. Smirt functions? Search, management, and reconnaissance tasks. I don't know where they came from. They just started showing up, so I put them to work. They're slow, but good at finding misspellings or corrupted file names or interpreting pronunciations. We think Bo might have been mistaken for an AI. Really? Well, I suppose it's possible. If that's the case, we'll need to find him before he's dissolved back into the system. Just a moment, I'm thinking. Uh, 43! Uh, 43! Shut up! Uh, oh, you should split up. Two of you go and see if you can intercept the caravan. It runs around the perimeter, collecting the AIs who died in the game. If you go there, you might be able to head it off. And now, the other two of you, go to the AI translation gateways in case the first two don't make it. That's a great idea. Well, I am a search logistics function. Pauline, you come with me and we'll see if we can find the AI caravan. If you head off now, you can meet them at this intersection. On our way. Hello? Uh, can we get directions to the AI gateway? Hold on. Before you go, one of the smart functions is coming. We'll see if there's any update. Here he is. This is smart one. Hello? You called me back? Albie? I'm sorry? Albie? Another function had stepped into the room, but... No, wait, strike that. It almost looked more human than the functions. No. No, it, it, it can't be. What is it? Do, do you know him? Tim, this is... This is Dr. Albert Last. What? No! This episode of Prototype World of Tomorrow is brought to you by the Prototype World of Tomorrow Patreon subscribers. If you're interested in supporting the show, head on over to the Prototype World of Tomorrow Patreon page, where for only $3 per regular episode, you can get new episodes ad-free over a week early, and fun bonuses like original production scripts and upcoming behind-the-scenes commentary. And if you just can't wait to find out what happens to Tim, Eve, and all your favorite characters, this season's last two episodes are already available to Patreon subscribers. Go to patreon.com slash prototypeworldoftomorrow to support the show now. Albert? Hey, don't you recognize me? I'm sorry, should I? It's Eve. E Eve Moore? What are you doing here? I'm here to tell the search logistics function that we're still looking for the other user. Should I know you? I'm horrible at remembering faces. Eve? It's Eve. We were... Um, uh, uh, are you in a VR space? Did you break out of the Sajay lab? But more importantly, are you normal size? Ah, 43. 43. Sajay. Sajay, that sounds... I'm sorry. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Um, we're doing a top-to-bottom sweep. listen to me. Eve. Tim, you don't understand. I understand you're seeing your dead fiancé in a computer game. He is not dead. How did you get out of the lab? Were you able to digitize yourself? I really don't know what you're talking about. Where were you before? Before what? Before you were here. I wasn't. I'm a smart function. No, no you are not. Where did you come from, Albie? Think! Excuse me, we're looking for a user and this is the smart function who might find him, so if you please... I wasn't anywhere. Wait, 
I remember going backwards. I saw points of light in front of me. Stars? No. Balls of light in space in front of me. I'm moving backwards. Albie, don't you remember me? I wish I did. Excuse me, but I feel I need to point out we still have a missing user and about 148 other search requests that have been backing up. I'm sorry, I, I need to go. Uh, I'm a function after all. Uh, wouldn't be a function if I wasn't doing my job. No. No, you're, you're not. You're not a function. You're, you're Dr. Albert Last and I'm... We... We're going to be married. If I wasn't a few lines of code and you weren't a user in a VR suit, I think I'd like that. Goodbye, Eve. I won't forget you this time. No, please wait. Eve didn't say much on the way to the AI gateways, which was probably better than the alternative. I navigated us through the seemingly endless series of generic grayish, yellowish, tannish, Sort of a tote, maybe? Corridors. The place was swarming with variables now. We were following behind a particularly brutish-looking array of doubles when it took a sharp turn to the left, and we were suddenly facing an unmarked door. Well, this is it. Yeah. Do you need to unplug for a minute? No. No, this is... This is what I'm here for. Eve seemed to have the instinctive knack for going through doors in this place, so I gave her a nudge to do the honors and followed her in. Shut that! Hey, excuse me? Shut that door! Behind you! We can't have any of them escaping! Uh, any of what? Shut it now! Thank you! New puzzle element from Future Core. Let me know when you're ready. Okay, we're just skipping this first part. It's absolute madness. This looks usable. We're doing this in hex, right? I'm sorry. There's a G here, and <clears throat> I'm going to have to call you back. Just make another swingy, rickety bridge over lava or something. I don't know, but they're not leaving. One of them looks like a complex object? I'm not sure. I'll ask. What tier are you? Excuse me? Yeah, no, not you. You're obviously a user in a VR suit. I was talking about that. That? I'm a user. Sure. You know what? I'll just scan and find out myself. Looks like a complex object. Some sort of AI? Tier 44. 44? Dina was an 88. Now it's not healthy to compare yourself with others. I'm an actual person. Would you like to perform a Turing test to make sure? No, thank you. I assume you're here to be reassimilated. Let me guess. Astute? No. Orac? It waved its hand, or wing, or appendage in the direction of the three doors behind it each with the corporate logos of FutureCore, ORAC, and Astute. What struck a fella about these, as opposed to every other entranceway in the place, was the ineffable not-today-Satan vibe they seemed to be giving off. I think it was the flames you could see in the cracks around the door. 
These weren't doors meant for passing through. These were doors meant for keeping out or in. I am a person, thank you very much. This is where you enter the AI network. Networks. We have direct hardwired connections to FutureCore, ORAC, and Astute. But more importantly, we are also looking for another complex object, also known as a user. Maybe you saw someone come through? Only the AI caravan going back into the ORAC system. Next to each door was a pneumatic tube. The one beside the door with the ORAC logo suddenly lit up to announce the arrival of another message. Now, if that's everything, I have some translating to do. The translator took a look at the information in the canister, scanned it by waving its hand in front of the paper. It then returned the original to the tube and stuck the tube into a slot, next to Astute. Hey, did you see that? Why is it sending it back to Astute? Tim, remember how I agreed to be your eyes and ears in exchange for a single favor? I need one of those canisters. No, no, I need two. I need one from Orac and one from Astute. Uh, remember how Bo is missing? Well, th this is a two birds, one stone situation. And Bo is one of the birds? Uh, yes, of course. You do realize the birds get pummeled to death by a rock in that situation. And the other bird is the only reason I'm still here. This may be my only chance to leave progress. Do you understand that? Wait, you're gonna leave? Yes, of course. But why, why would you- Because in progress, you run into your missing fiance in a video game. Normal people don't have those kinds of problems. So, uh, translating? Yes, I'm the function that is programmed to take whatever lunacy the AI generation programs provide and translate it into workable obstacles, puzzles, characters, things like that. Wow, that sounds very important. Of course it is. The AIs are all, to be polite, eccentric. Can you imagine if they had free run of the game? Of course, they do tend to get the credit when things work. Oh, that must be extremely frustrating. You have no idea. Look at this! They want me to generate a Tier 52 Iguanodon with telepathic abilities whose strained relationship with his father makes him distrustful of authority figures. Oh, and he's left-handed. What? Dinosaurs don't have hands. You see what I'm working with? And those are just the highlights. He has hundreds of other variables. So, what are you going to do? Strip out what's useful, ignore the rest. Hold on, here he is. The translator pushed a few buttons on whatever unit device it had in front of it. After much clicking, unbolting, unlocking, clicking and bolting, and relocating, the door carefully swung open. Behind the door was a series of, oh, great, flamethrowers. Uh, what are those? What do you think it is? That's the firewall. Through the flames stepped a shimmering being of bluish bronze light, twice as tall as myself. He looked down at me. Hello. Um, hi. Welcome. Thank you. I believe I have a job to do. Could you open the door? Go ahead. Right, right this way, sir. Thank you. Sure, he seems fine now, but wait until it gets late and he starts to get a little introspective. Then the waterworks start. Um, what happens to something that goes into one of these doors? If you're a complex object like an AI, you pass through the firewall. The used AIs are then assimilated back into the program. 
Can I go in and see for myself? Into where? Orac or astute? <sighs> Great. The job or freedom? Astute. I'm afraid that's impossible. Uh, why? Because I'm not an AI? It, Tim. Oh, no. One favor. That's all I asked for. No! He thinks you're a complex object. No one's called you complex before. You should take it as a compliment. Right now, I'm afraid it's impossible for Tim as well, because Astute is offline. What? Yes, it went down about 20 minutes ago. Strangest thing, but nothing I can do about it. Future Core has been picking up the slack, but it's sort of a patch job. Has this... does this happen? Ever? No, that's why it was strange. It was a little late booting up at the start as well. Tim! Dina! Pauline! I was afraid of this. We tracked the caravan trail all the way here. You're looking for the AI caravan? The last one went back into Orac to be assimilated. Was there someone like me in the group? Like you? Let me check the files. Hey, why didn't you check the files for me? Because I don't like you. Oh. Pauline underscore... Ah, a profile. Yes. Yes, there was a Bo underscore temps dot profile. Could that be him? Of course it's him. All right. How do we get him out? Uh, can you call him back? I'm afraid it doesn't work that way. What do you mean? I give them the needs of the game, and the AI provides me with something that hopefully fills that need. Then I make a few modifications, and it shows up here. Well, the game needs its missing human player. Well, I'm not going in there. We'll go. What? Uh, Pauline, no. Tim will go. What? We've come all this way, and you're not going in? Well, I, I just don't like being volunteered to walk through a literal barbecue. Is he still there? Still recoverable? I would assume so. Can you call the search logistics function and tell them what happened? So once we're in, what are our options for getting, you know, out? Well, I never thought I'd have to use these. The translator pressed some buttons on its device. This time, it was the future core logo that lit up. The same click and unbolting mechanisms, and then... It's a button. It was a small cube with a large red button on top of it and a clear plastic cover to keep you from accidentally pressing it. It's a lifeline. It's written in assembly code. Press it, it pulls you back out of the AI server right back here. There's only three of them. She's a user in a VR suit. She can't make it past the firewall. But what about Bo? The third one's for Bo. There's not one for me. What? After we get there, I'm going home, Tim. My job was to have experiences that would be useful for future generations. I think I've done that now. Dinah, no, you don't have to- It's my purpose. It's what I was made for. And I believe with your help that I have exceeded any expectations that they might have had for me. Sorry, they? The machine elves. What do you think are in there, Tim? Okay then. Uh, Pauline, you don't have Are to... you kidding me? If I don't see what's on the other side of that door, I will never forgive myself. Fair enough. Uh, I'm sorry you can't come, Eve. <sighs> yeah, me too. <sighs> Tim, God, I wish I'd told you about all the... It, okay, if you run across anything that makes you think... <clears throat> you know what? Have a good time. 
All right, we all have the return buttons. Should we hold hands or... Actually, Dinah, are those hands? It's a metaphor, Tim. Oh, of course. All right, we'll all hold metaphors. Can you turn the flames down at all? No. Great. Okay. Here we go. Three, two, two one. one. We found him. Finally. Are we pulling him out now? Well, there's a problem. His profile was deposited in the Aurac server. You're kidding. Apparently he was mistaken for an AI and taken there. Shut down the connection to Orac. You already made us take down Astute as soon as Team 28 entered the back end. How do you expect the tournament to keep running? Fine. Update the firewall's config.sys file so you don't let it happen again. If we do that, he'll be trapped. And if we don't, other players could get in there as well. At least it's Orac. We don't have a way of getting him out. Then what does it matter if we leave the door open? Do it. Uh, new chime to Annie. I think I just overheard something that I wasn't supposed to. Send. This episode of Prototype World of Tomorrow was written and directed by Benjamin Lancaster. Tim Less is played by Brian Balance. Eve Moore is Callie Wills. Pauline is played by Katherine Jenkins, and Dinah is played by Ren Wallace. The translator program is played by Teresa Hugh, and the search function is played by Barry Wallace. The parrot is played by Howe Bowers. Alistair Eastman is Jason Blackwater. Julia Io is Jenna Brown. Albert Last is played by Howe Bowers. The deputy is played by Jake Ramos, and the security guard is Chris Cologne. The new AI program is Jacqueline Thomas, and Professor Fang is Teresa Hugh. The number variable is Professor Dan Miller. Annie is played by Issa Jones, and Morris is played by Jake Ramos. The announcer of the tournament is Lou Moncello. The voice of the Astute Intelligence Project is Ron Schneider, and the chime voice is Jacqueline Thomas. Music by Trash Chan, Zotair Zeta, associate producer Naomi Addison. If you like this show and would like us to make more, please go to iTunes and give us a five-chime review. And consider supporting our Patreon at patreon.com slash Prototype World of Tomorrow. Prototype World of Tomorrow is copyright 2022, just ahead in a jar, LLC.